Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden mother and crone, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. And we are back. Hello, everyone. My name is Amber Garvin, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Cindy Murray and Kristen Hessler. Hello. Hey, everyone. So today we're talking about internet hacks. Woohoo! So, um, you not know, the internet I, hackers. Not, not hackers. Yeah, not, not hackers, hackers, but hacks. So, like, the trendiest thing now that all of my students are looking at, and of course, I am too. I uh, get the scrollies, the scrolly scrollies. Oh my gosh, don't we all? <laughs> and, like, the latest thing, of course, has been since COVID, of course, TikTok. Everybody's on TikTok except for Cindy. Nope, I'm not me. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people are on TikTok. Not everybody, but a lot of people. How's that? Yeah, there so, you go. <laughs> but of course, you know, it's the same thing like Instagram Reels or the Reels on Facebook, the Reels on the bus go around. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so like, you know, the Reels or the TikTok or before that Pinterest. Stories. Stories, stories on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, Instagram stories, Facebook stories. Before that, it was, of course, Pinterest, Pinterest fails. Um, YouTube videos, how-to videos, blogs, whatever we're talking There's about. There's a ton of them. Yeah, we're Tons. talking about online hacks and like what what we have done, what we haven't done, what we want to do. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I wrote a blog around Christmas called, and I titled it, TikTok Made Me Do It. Oh, yeah. And, and we were, and it was like our episode of... Um, it was our handmade Christmas gifts episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a horrible, I saw these little um, coffee bomb things on TikTok, and I was like, I've got to try this. And it was the first thing that I'd ever, like, made a recipe from for TikTok. And, of course, it was kind of a fail. I It wasn't that awesome. I mean, they turned out okay, but it wasn't that awesome. And I know I've talked about this before, but I want to talk about, I guess, like something else that I saw on TikTok, like maybe a year, year and a half ago, whatever, when I first started watching TikTok. And it was like, it's like called the TikTok shower hack. Oh. And like uh, a lot of people probably, they struggle with keeping their shower clean with like <laughs> all of like the... Soap buildup oh, and, and the, mildew. everything yeah, mildew. Yeah. They struggle with keeping their shower clean. And I saw this video on TikTok on how I can quickly clean my shower. And it, and it was just something that like I had kind of done before, but I didn't really think about it that much. And I always struggle with cleaning my shower before especially like in the move out from an apartment and it's all this gross stuff I remember years ago when I moved out of an apartment and like my dad had to like sit in the shower and bleach down all kinds of stuff because it was gross <laughs> I remember that vaguely and my dad like walks out covered in bleach Dude. and he's all like you're gonna start cleaning your shower <laughs> 
I'm never doing that ever again. <laughs> and that kind of like stuck with me. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe I should clean my shower more often. I know that sounds really gross. This is when I was in college. This is a really long time ago, like 20 years ago. You know, maybe, well, less than that. But anyway, I saw this hack on TikTok a while back, how to quickly clean your shower. And um, basically, you are taking your shower and you clean your shower while you are taking a shower. I know a lot of people who do that. Yeah, and you... Well, you clean your dishes while you cook. Yeah, that's exactly like the same concept. You get one of those shower... those You get one of those dishes scrubbers that you put like the Dawn soap inside oh, of. Yeah, yeah. And you put one-third vinegar and two-third Dawn. And, okay. and you keep that in the shower and like, you know, towards the end of your shower, you just kind of wipe scrub down the walls, everything. scrub everything down. Hmm. You know, and you that's do safe. it... At for least. your body too. Yeah. Well, the the vinegar is not safe for marble or cultured marble surfaces, though. Um, you cannot use that on those. Well, I mean, yeah. I live but in an you, apartment. If you live so. in an apartment, if you've got tile, you know, yeah, whatever, or or one of those surround um, plastic mm-hmm. surrounds, you know, that are in the shower inserts, that it's probably fine for that. But because uh, vinegar is a an acid, it it's it will mm-hmm. destroy your um, it'll pit your marble, but, but I don't doubt that it works because vinegar is mm-hmm. a great cleaner. For oh a yeah. Lot of I things. love it for everything. So I've been doing that for like a year and my shower is not gross for the first time mm-hmm. ever. You nice. know, like, uh, I, I do it like at least once a week. I mm-hmm. scrub down the shower and as I get out of the shower, I pull up the mat that's in the bottom of my tub and I scrub it down and it's been, it's been working for me. I've been keeping the cat hair out of the shower. I haven't been, it hasn't been clogging the, the drain as much. Mm-hmm. I haven't had to use and I do the same thing like with my sink, like every day after I put makeup on and brush my teeth, I just kind of get like a handful of soap and scrub down and rinse out my sink. And that's like a one of the things that I'm pretty bad about, like a, just putting my makeup on, getting it everywhere and just leaving it until it builds up and builds up. And when I finally like clean it once a month, it's like the grossest thing ever. I can't stand that. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, something like like my mom did also growing up, she'd just leave her makeup and then eventually it would look like makeup sink. And then when it was time to clean the house, the monthly house cleaning, it would be just like scraping all of that gross stuff off so I've been trying to clean along like with the dishes the bathroom Uh as well and it's been working well and I like I said I've I've actually been intrigued by this and was concerned because I know a lot of people who do it um and like I said I can't use the the vinegar because of because Mm -hmm. I have the cultured marble um but the Dawn dish soap is safe for for your culture marble. In fact, that's what the, the manufacturer recommended. Um, and you can also use Lysol. So you could clean it mm-hmm. with Lysol. And, and really, if you're keeping it clean and you keep it dry, yeah, then you're not going to get the the milk. You're, if you're keeping it clean with like the Dawn and mm-hmm. getting the soap scum off. And then wiping and it down a little bit afterwards. Wiping it yeah. down and dry. I have a squeegee, you know, mm-hmm. and you dry it. Then, then you're going to be less likely to 
get the mildew buildup mm-hmm. anyway. And if you're doing it every time, yeah, there you go. And that that because the cleaning the shower is like the bane of my existence. Yeah, of the I hate it. Like I, the I bathroom don't, in general, I hate. Well, I hate it. the bathroom, but the toilet you can reach. You can use a, a wand yeah, you can and you can clean that, it. Yeah, you can reach it. You can the sink. I wipe the sink down on a regular basis. But the tub. You have it's to, like, the tub. You can't reach across. You have to yeah. basically get, get in, in the tub yeah. to do it. So doing it while you shower makes a lot of sense. And I used to have those little things that hang in the shower mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. clean, but they just leave a residue. Yeah. So I like that idea. I'm going to give that one a try. I give that one a thumbs up there. Yeah, that's that yeah. like the like one, one TikTok hack that I like found that I'm like, I'm definitely going to try this. And it's been working mm-hmm. really well for me. Um, I get kind of lost in like the cleaning talk videos on how I can better organize and clean my house. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely one of them that really struck me. Another one is I like to wash, wash. I like to watch like this one guy's videos and I couldn't even tell you the name. I'll have to go and look, but he takes apart washing machines and cleans them out for oh, a living gross too you know oh, like and dishwashers dirty jobs Ugh. type guy you know what i Ugh. mean and uh he like recommends this one this one tablet thing that would that really helps cleaning out your dishwasher and i have it in my amazon cart that I've been wanting to buy for like ever and try out. And I may buy this and write my blog about it. Oh. But it's called uh, just like Active Washing Machine Cleaner and Descaler. Mm-hmm. And he swears up and down by that. this. Oh my gosh. Well, there's, yeah. there's several brands. Nasty. I mean, it's Tide like makes white. one of those. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, but yeah, it's like ones, active yeah. brand, but yeah, there yeah. are different brands out there, but yeah. he swears up but and by that down by one. this particular yeah. brand, and I've had it in my cart forever, and, you and I'm, it. yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to click buy and write my blog about there this after I use it. Well, I have, you know, I didn't really think that, because, well, for first off, like I said, I don't do TikTok. Um, I do Facebook, or I used to do Facebook, and I do Instagram, and I love Pinterest, but um, but I don't do TikTok. But now there's videos on all three of those formats. So there's all mm-hmm. kinds of little things. Um, I find that most of the things that I have tried are um, either recipes. I, I've tried a few of those. And I've tried um, a lot of craft things. So um, I've only had a few fails. Um. I did a, well, there's a couple of fails that we did. Um, one of them we did for Kristen's wedding, and it was a backdrop thing that you make out of PVC pipe. I remember that. And yes, then from the wedding. Y'all even left the PVC pipe at home, and oh, yes. Mark had and to I, bring Mark it. And Mark had to go home. <laughs> yeah, we're, okay, so we live like 45 minutes an hour away from the venue. Yeah. And we got there and realized we didn't have this PVC thing that he had made per the instructions on Pinterest. Right. (laughs) And, um, and we, it looked in theory like it would work. Right. So we made this thing. We didn't really test it out, but we made all these little, um, tool and ribbon Mm -hmm. 
things to hang on it to make this backdrop. And so we get to the wedding venue and realize we've left it at home. And so Mark had to drive, you know, an hour there and an hour back to go get it. So we were short one person setting things up also. So that really, that made it a major fail right there. Right. Like two hours of one But then we get home with, or get back to the venue with it and we set the darn thing up and we're looking at this. It's supposed to go behind the cake table, right? To give it this really pretty little thing. Mm -hmm. And... The whole idea originally was to have it behind the cake table and have this um, chandelier that we made hanging over it, you know, the whole nine yards. That And that's a whole nother. I was about to say the chandelier, chandelier was, was also completely a, different That was another area. taste thing. Yeah, but we, when we got there, we couldn't hang the chandelier where we wanted. But um, but anyway, so we set this little thing up and and my husband takes one look at it. He said, that's going to fall right on the cake. It was not stable enough. If anybody touched it, it just started wobbling like it was going to fall. And so we wound up not even using it at all. It was a, it was a good idea, but there, uh, the way that it was designed, it wasn't stable. And so when it was, it was very scary. the feet on it were so big that it had to be really Yeah, it had to be really fall wall. out and somebody yeah. would have to trip on it, you know, or yeah. something. So it was, it, it was a fail, totally a fail. Um, that was the one big fail, the big fail from the wedding. Um, and we had some little minor things that didn't quite work out the way we thought they would, but they were pretty minor. Um, I had a Halloween hack that failed that I thought was was going to be a great idea. It looked really cute. So they took empty toilet paper rolls and they cut two holes out of the length of it so that they were like eyes and you take those glow-in-the-dark sticks and you put them inside of it and hide it in your bushes and what it looks like in theory is glowing eyes sticking out of your bushes no not really no what Uh it looks like is a bunch of trash in your yard no (laughs) (laughs) yeah it looks like this toilet paper roll with with a hole cut out and you can see the little tube of stuff in there so it really didn't glow and fill the hole with the glowing eye thing so and that may have been i don't know the the directions were not really specific about how what size to cut the holes so maybe they're supposed to be little small holes i don't know um, but it did not, the eyes were not glowing. It just looked like there was a stick inside of the toilet paper roll. Um, and the other one that I did that failed, and that was entirely my fault. Um, I saw this cute card that I wanted to make for Christmas and it looked like a front door. So it was white mm-hmm. and it had layers, um, to look like, um, an oak door or whatever with, with, um, the quadrants sticking out and cut out, you know, like, um, beveled and stuff like that. And then it had this cute little wreath hanging on it and doorknob and a mail slot. Um, and I will link it on the, the, heard it on the podcast because it is a really cute card, but I bought all the stuff for it, got set to make it. And realized that all of their instructions were for foreign-sized cards, <laughs> um, not for an A2-sized card. It was for 
whatever card they use in Europe. And all of the measurements were for that card size. Yeah. I That's not what card size of paper I bought. I bought paper as if it was for American standard size. And it wasn't completely a fail. Like I said, it this was entirely my fault. But I had to sit and do all the math to figure out how to convert that cute card into the size of a traditional American size card. So that one did not work. But I have had a lot of things that were very successful, including a lot of the things that we did at Kristen's wedding, entirely from Pinterest. And and several recipes that I have done off of Facebook or Pinterest that turned out really, really well. Well, like uh, I made a cake from Facebook for Jason for his birthday. Oh, that I remember black, that. Black yes. cake, yeah. yeah, and it turned out really well to the point where I'm like, I'm going to make this lumberjack cake that I have saved from Facebook mm-hmm. that uh, now I uh, I haven't made it yet, but it, it's in the back of my mind. Like, right. I'm going to try this lumberjack cake. So well, we have... Go ahead. We have a recipe that Travis found. Um, We call them TikTok enchiladas, but they're they're called lazy enchiladas. Uh, This woman shared her uh, method for lazy enchiladas, and they really are kind of a lazy way to make enchiladas because, you know, when you make enchiladas, you got to, like, wet the tortilla in the sauce and then roll it up Mm -hmm. with the meat you've already prepared, whether it's, like, you know, rotisserie chicken or boiled or whatever, you know. Yeah, or ground beef Me, or seasoned. Or, yeah, yeah, and and then you put the the sauce on it and the cheese and you bake it or whatever. So it's very time consuming. Um, and if you're making your own tortillas, God, could you even imagine? <laughs> um, right. But uh, this recipe, he was like, "I want to make this," and I was like, "Oh, gross! That just sounds like gross," you know. Um, I love like fresh food, and so I'm mm-hmm. always encouraging him to like, you know make the enchilada but I was like okay I'll let you try these and it's basically like those frozen taquitos mm-hmm. and yeah pop them in a oven dish and then you get the big can of enchilada sauce and you pour that over it and then you put the cheese on it however much cheese you want and then you pop it in the oven for however long it takes to bake the taquitos basically and the taquitos like absorb the sauce, the sauce yeah and they it softens the enchiladas if someone had served those to me i would not have known that they were frozen taquitos well, i would have thought they were that's homemade. probably how they do them at the restaurant it probably not oh, not oh, not, the, not the real not like like a really authentic mexican restaurant right? but like well, a, when i worked at the Chewy's restaurant we a, made the enchiladas and they were just in a pan like you know they were wrapped they weren't dipped right. in sauce or right right anything like that it was just a bunch of but and if you look cold. at like a casa ole or el chico mm-hmm. or a Chewy's or any of those chain mexican yeah, food restaurants they do. they're they're like frozen enchiladas and they yeah 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 because when it's i worked in the restaurant ours they weren't frozen but they were refrigerated and they were right you know on a big pan and right. they would just take but out you're not a chain food. where everything has no. to, but but when yeah. you're talking a chain that all that stuff yeah. is is made yeah, but elsewhere. they did they really tasted like you know um on the border 
style enchiladas or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were so good though, and we make those all the time now. That was yeah. Probably, you're gonna have to send me that recipe, girl. Right? It's so easy. It, literally, it's not even a recipe really. It's just buy the box of taquitos, get the big can of sauce that's like 28 ounces. Yeah. And we've tried it with chicken taquitos. We've tried it with like the beef ones. We've tried different brands. We've tried all the different sauces. Her video has the green. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Which is the first one we did was the chicken taquitos with the, the green, green sauce. sauce. Uh-huh. And then we've branched out and we've tried like the red sauce. And um, I mean, man, you could go all different kinds of ways with it, but uh, they're so good. They're delicious. Now I want to eat that for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had a really great one too. It's, it's kind of a famous Facebook recipe. And that is the Mississippi pot roast. And if you mention that, everybody, I think everybody's seen that recipe come around, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's basically a, a crock pot pot roast. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I will link to a recipe uh, uh, when I find it. <laughs> um, but it's the pot roast. And I think you use a brown gravy mix and an au jus mix. And maybe a ranch dressing mix. I can't remember. And then it's got those little pepperoncini peppers on top of it. And butter. And a stick of butter. And you stick it in and crock pot it. And that is the most delicious pot roast. That's my go-to pot roast now. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Um, we did another one. Um, Kristen and I used to do a, a little crafter's thing called Dallas Crafters Marathon that we went to uh, about once a month and they decided to start doing some themes uh they did a Pinterest themed crop that we went to where everybody was supposed to bring a dish that they saw on Pinterest um to try those things out because we're all always saving all these ideas but we're not necessarily doing them you know And uh, one of the things that we made was a pizza dip that was really good. It was like a layered pizza dip and it had cream cheese and cheese and pizza sauce and pepperonis on top. And that was to die for. It was really, really good. Now, I used to like make through because I have all these recipes on my Pinterest as well. And I used to make through my Pinterest, especially when I lived with my mom and grandma. Mm -hmm. I, um, I've. I have like a whole Pinterest board actually that I call made these and they were good. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, especially when I was cooking for my mom and grandma, like I would make like a Pinterest meal a week. And now I've kind of like uh, dimmed down on it. You know, like I I made the Facebook uh, cake or whatever for Jason. But um, I don't know, like uh, before Pinterest, well... Around the same time, probably. But for years and years, I used my grandma used to get Family Circle magazine. Oh, yeah. And I had, like, one thing that I made, like, from a magazine that failed horribly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, um, and it was, it was Family Circle one year. And I, can, and I couldn't even tell you the year that it was made, but I can link on the Heard It on the Podcast, the link from Pinterest, because I did save that recipe on <laughs> Pinterest. But it was like the cover, their cover thing, Halloween issue, and it was a pumpkin M&M cake. Ooh, yum. And I was like, I'm going to try to make that. And, you know, I got all my stuff. I got all the ingredients, everything like that. 
and or at least like as close as I could to get and I was like trying to figure out okay how did they make because they didn't really say you know like what pan I needed on the magazine recipe and I was trying to figure out the shape and I couldn't really find anything so I just kind of got like a round-ish shape pan uh-huh to where, like, the pumpkin didn't turn out round like it was supposed to. Because you're supposed to do, like, a, two different ones or two different pans to make of, like, a roundy type pan. Like a bowl, even, for the mm. pumpkin to turn out round. I wonder and if this it was, was, like, a bunt pan. Maybe. But this was before they started making all of those weird shaped pans, like Wilton and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, nowadays you can get, like, the shape of almost anything, anything to yeah. turn it into a cake. This was before, and I didn't, like, really, like, go to Michael's or anything like that. I just went to Walmart and mm-hmm. bought what I could find. And so I was doomed from the start because I didn't get the right shape pan. And then, like, when I was buying the ingredients, you're supposed to get, like, all orange M&Ms, right, to make it... The pumpkin color, I just got uh. a bag, you know, I just got a big bag of M&M's because I'm like, well, man, I don't want to get a thousand bags of M&M's just to pick out the oh, orange yeah. ones. Nowadays, you can like you go can to order Party City or, or whatever, order, order, yeah. order like all one color of M&M's. But, you know, I was like looking for, I was a college student. I was looking for like a quick pick to practice my right. baking. And I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. Anyway, um... So I was, it was doomed from the start because I deliberately didn't buy the right ingredients, but I bought the right in, you know, as far as making the cake and the, right and everything like that. But I bought like a, you know, all of the stuff to make the pumpkin cake from scratch, pumpkin cake from scratch. I'd never made it before. And it turned out like pretty good. Like I, you know, I had the wrong pan, so it was the wrong shape and, uh, I covered it in the cream cheese icing and it, that I made from scratch. First time I'd ever made from scratch. And I covered it all together. And then, like, I'm putting the M&Ms on and I'm like, this doesn't look right because I'm supposed to make it look, have the black M&Ms to make it look like a jack-o'-lantern oh, and everything yeah. like that. So what I ended up doing was just make, doing the white icing. I, I was e- not even lazy enough to turn it into an orange icing. <laughs> so it was a white pumpkin with like colorful jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm just like looking at it and I do like, I had made like a weird face on it and I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, that is a fail. <laughs> but the cake turned out really well. Yeah. I took it to Vernon and my mom and grandma ate the crap out of that cake. <laughs> so the cake turned out good. The decorating, not, not so much. much. <laughs> it looked like a little kid decorated the cake. <laughs> and I'll link that on the Heard It on the podcast. So what about you, Kristen? What are some hacks that you've tried or failed at or succeeded as? I... Don't really do that. <laughs> you sound like Raina. I don't do that. I don't do that. I really don't. Like, I don't know. I'm not a directions follower anyways. You're not. She's not. I'm not a recipe follower either. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. even if I saw a recipe, I'm just like, I don't do that. But I will tell you one that was a fail, and this is why I don't do them. 
because people are horrible at giving directions. Yes. And I think a lot of those videos on TikTok are fake. And this one is, and you can all try it at home and you will trust me that it's fake because it's impossible. Have you seen the video where they put a skillet on the stove and then they put some oil in the skillet and then they put some popcorn kernels in it and then they put some Skittles in it and then they pop popcorn and then they take the lid off and it's all these different colors of multicolored popcorn? No, that does not happen. That is a bold lie. Um, I did that because I love candy popcorn. Love it. And I thought, oh my gosh, Skittles have like lemon or, you know, yeah, lime all the different flavors, flavors and, and a different and, color. It'll be really cute. And yeah. I, cause, yeah. Cause usually when you make candy popcorn, it's just one flavor. Well, and when you go buy candy popcorn at the popcorn shop, it's always like flavorless. It's just sweet. Yeah. It's not like each color has its own flavor. Well, I go in there. I'm like, literally, I was sitting in bed in my pajamas scrolling, and then I was like, I'm going to get up and make this. <laughs> I go in there. My husband is like asleep. I think he fell asleep watching TV, right? And I turned the stove on, put my popcorn in there, and we had like little snack packs of uh, uh, Skittles. Skittles. Uh-huh. And, I, you know, I didn't do like a whole giant patch of popcorn. I just wanted to test it out and uh, put it on the stove. Put the Skittles in there. It immediately started smoking, right? Well, yeah, because the, the sugar's just going to melt and crystallize. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then it turned into the ugliest brownish-gray color in the world. Oh, yeah. And then my smoke alarm went off, and it was terrible <laughs> tasting. It burnt. Right. Before the popcorn even finished Yeah, because you got to heat it up and then put the popcorn in and get the popcorn popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in and the maybe video, it was add all the candy like at, at the time. last minute. Maybe I don't know, but either way, you have to keep it stirring and or what or something. I don't know well, because how is that going to? The colors would all mix they all together run together. If you yeah, stirred them because that's what happens yeah. when you mix paint together. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a lie. It sounds delicious. I imagine if you melted the skittles individually. And then you, poured it over it. And separated the popcorn into little batches and then poured, yeah. you know, the And then mix batches, it all back together. Let it harden and then mix it together. But you can't mix candies while it's still wet. Yeah, because without, the colors will just run together. Yeah. yeah. So that and was, that was my fail. And that's yeah. why I don't do a lot of those because they omit things. Critical steps or they and don't. The, probably not even that. realizing that they're omitting Like the them. coffee bomb thing, why it was such a fail over Christmas. They omitted mm-hmm. some steps. Yeah. 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 And a lot of those people that are making those videos have done this thing so many times. Like when you're talking about like a crafter or a creator, chef, they assume baker. that you know. Well, and they're doing something and you might get inspired to like make a cake, you know, but you don't yeah. have the tools. But so they didn't say like what size pan to use. Like that's exactly. like a critical yeah. step. Yeah. Or that you needed to buy how many uh, M&Ms, you know, would that cost you to get all orange ones? Right. Yeah. And I was a poor college student. So right. I yeah. did what I could with it. Now, right. there, there are some of those hacks, though, that actually do work. Like mm-hmm. I said, that the. the the two dishes that I did, the pot roast and the pizza dip, worked really mm-hmm. well. Another one that I uh, found on, I can't remember if it was Pinterest or Facebook, 
was how to boil eggs, perfect boiled eggs. Oh, and, yeah, those are perfect boiled um, eggs. Yeah. The, the, the deal is that you put a certain amount of baking soda in the water while it's, um, while you're, when you boil the water. And then you ice bath, you have an ice bath ready for the eggs as soon as they come off of the stove, dunk them in that ice water so that they immediately stop cooking. And then when they're cooled, the eggs are cooled, you can just run them underwater and get th that shell just slides off of it. And it's an amazing trick to boil eggs. And I saw that on, like I said, Pinterest or Facebook. I'm not sure where. Um, but it absolutely does work. And there, there are other things that we've done on Pinterest where they weren't necessarily instructions on how to do it. But... Um, we figured out how to do it and, and imitated something that was on Facebook. Like a lot of the stuff that Kristen and I did for her wedding, um, which we need to do a podcast about wedding stuff. We need to do that after. Yeah, I we think really so. do. Like um, wedding planning. Yeah. And but do's but, and don'ts. Yeah, we did. Um, we did a whole bunch of stuff off there. We, her bouquets were inspired by Pinterest. Um, we, Re, um, repurposed an old chandelier. Uh, it's completely different than the chandelier, the $15 chandelier that my son-in-law bought at a, uh, off of Facebook marketplace or whatever, but we used stuff that we saw on Facebook or Pinterest on how to re redo this, um, chandelier and it's hanging in my dining room right now. Um, we did a bunch of the table decorations. Those were all inspired by Facebook. Our invitations, the cake, um, the cake topper, all of those things were Chris. In fact, Kristen made the cake toppers. So, oh um, yeah. yeah, I guess and I kind of did copy something. I yes, saw you off did. Of Pinterest. Yeah, it was a little log yeah. rounds, and she um, burned Mister and Mrs. into it, mm -hmm. and they were on little sticks, and that was the little cake topper, and it was really cute, and it worked great and we did a lot of little things like that that worked really really good the bouquets um I did this was the first time I'd ever done any kind of floral arranging or anything like that and uh, we were inspired by Pinterest bouquets they were um fake flower and um brooches like rhinestone brooches and I just watched you know, I searched Pinterest till I found somebody showing how they did it, and I did it, and I thought they turned out quite lovely. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll share some pictures of those too. Um, but yeah, that you know, we did all of those things, and that they worked really well. But I'm an experienced crafter. If someone was not an experienced crafter, those things do not have instructions on how they did those things, and there most of the time and that you know they did not necessarily know how to do that and I could see where those things would turn out not so great and we had we actually had some issues with the invitations as well because we kept seeing all these invitations um they're they're kind of lacy looking um invitations and it looks like a little doily folded over for the outside cover of the invitation and that was what we wanted and 
we were we decided we could cut it all all the ones that we saw that were on pinterest were actually advertisements for people who was selling them mm-hmm. and manufacturers you know would post them on there or people would copy them off of manufacturers websites and we were going to make our own and so we uh we played around with the silhouette to, uh to die cut you know to cut them ourselves and discovered that it was impossible pretty much to get something that intricate on a commercially available machine so we decided to go with a die that you crank through your big shot instead and so that was it was a, almost a fail it, it wasn't a fail but it was a, a hard adaptation that we had to make in order to do it because there wasn't any instructions on how to do it but it I mean you know I think overall we we did some things that were really cute and and I think it did well and I do think we need to do a, a podcast of maybe when Amber's done planning her wedding <laughs> we can uh, get together and, and kind of compare notes about the the different things that uh, that worked and didn't work I think that would be a very interesting Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Since I've been doing a lot of like uh, home organization stuff, I've been watching videos. Um, there's a lot of this thing called home edit where you're like, you know, decanting your food and putting them in these really high end food canisters um, so that your pantry looks nice. And same thing with Uniform. like the, yeah, the Uniformity, acrylic. Yeah. Uh, the acrylic bins and organization supplies are like really uh, popular right now. Um, but a lot of the people who um, promote home organization and teach those skills for like people who are decluttering for the first time, like Cass at Clutterbug, she talks about starting off with like Dollar Tree um, organization first because you're gonna it's have cheaper. it's a and lot gonna, of hit or miss and you're gonna is. upgrade and you're learning. over time you learn you know? yeah learn and organize and get yourself into the habit of putting things away where they belong and then upgrade to the more fancy yeah. organization you have baskets. to figure out yeah. what you need before right yeah. and and uh, one of the things that i really like are those turntables but they're kind of expensive they can like range anywhere lazy from, susan yeah, yeah like lazy susan's uh you know and they can range anywhere from 10 to 25 dollars i mean you know depending on the size and what the material is made out of the acrylic ones are running about 15 dollars, i think right now for mm. halfway decent ones um I bought and some at a uh, 99 cent store. Right. Well, and that's right. what I was about to say. So there's some hacks. If you can find the turntables at 99 cent store or Dollar Tree, places like that, those are good. But you can also use, and I kind of want to try this one out just to test out if I want a turntable. You get those 8 inch or 9 inch round like pie pans, the metal ones. Mm. Mm-hmm. That are completely flat. You get two of those and you put marbles in the bottom one and then you stick the other one on top and it rolls. Oh, and interesting. Yeah, so I actually want to try that because I thought that it might be neat to put like my paints and stuff oh, yeah. on a turntable in my craft room because I have cubes. Uh-huh. And um, that'll still give it kind of like an industrial look too. Right, right. So, um, and then I'll decide if I want to buy 
um, like acrylic turntables mm -hmm. or something. Or if I decide I don't want it, I just scrap the whole thing all together. I got marbles and pie pans. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I have I have a lot of um the like I said the the last one I bought I think I got it at the ninety nine cent store, but I think you can get them at Walmart pretty cheaply too. Mm -hmm. Um, I have some double decker ones that I use for my spices in my spice rack, and um, and then I have a little small one here on my craft table that my my craft supplies sit on and it spins around but yeah those um those are a great little hack <laughs> anytime i see people using those for something i'm i'm like yep that's a good hack right there um and i like those cleaning videos too and you know going back to that clutter bug we do have um was it last fall that we did that or maybe or last, last spring, spring last spring yeah that we did um that and we can we can link that clutterbug video on here um because there was some interesting stuff about that but she has a lot of uh good hacks that i see pop up all the time on um facebook and instagram and stuff like that did you guys ever watch those five minute hack videos that are always on facebook have you ever tried any of those is that the ones where they have like all all kinds of different things? Yeah, yeah. like they'll use like a you're, empty water bottle to yeah. do like something. You're doing you're using these products the wrong way, which it's well, not really. Well, there's those, and then there's ones. Yeah, there's some of them are dumb. Some of them, it's like wow, it's you like went through a lot of work just to make like. Yeah, well, it's like. <laughs> well, like I, I look at some of those because it's like uh, you're using these products the wrong way. And the first one they do is they peel the foil lid off of the yogurt and they shape it into a spoon and use it as a spoon. It wasn't designed to be used as a spoon. Therefore, you're not using it the wrong way. Right. It's just a, hey, did you know you could do this if and, you forgot your spoons? Yeah, yeah. pinch. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some of those, some of them are good. Some of them are, no, that doesn't really work. I think sometimes the time spent making the altered object right. takes more time than it would be to just... Now, I will say one of those hacks that I just forgot, I forgot about that one. I don't know where I saw it, but it was a hack that they used a uh, what we commonly call a bulldog clip or a binder clip that it's usually like the piece of black metal with two um, prongs sticking off of it. You squeeze the prongs mm -hmm. and it opens up and you stuff your paper. AKA a chip clip at my house. Oh, a chip clip. Yeah, <laughs> that works too. Um, but I saw a thing where they clipped it to the back of your desk on the back oh, by the wall. to hold the cables? To hold your cables. And mm -hmm. I have done that and it works really, really well because... Um, you can get the cables through there if you work at it. Um, but then the if you have to turn the, the connector a certain direction to get it through there. And then once you turn it back the other way, it, it won't fall through. So you can unplug your laptop and it won't like slide back behind your desk Ooh, or whatever. I, I love that, that idea. I want something by my bed. So that my phone cable doesn't fall down. Because my bed's so high off the floor that I can't reach if my phone cable slips down. Command strips. Yeah. Command hooks. Yes, that's what I have. Yeah. I have a command hook on the wall right by my headboard and my... Oh, that's what I should do. I should yeah. just like kind of make a I lasso. also have one that my CPAP mask hangs on mm -hmm. like right behind my headboard. 
Yeah. I so want you can't it, see I it. I want it hidden so you can't see it. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't want like a big old. Like, I, I wire think that was. On the wall. I think that was a hack that I saw or read about in my CPAP Facebook group. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and then I was like, oh, and you can do your phone on one too. Yeah. Or your phone cable. Hmm. So, yeah, there's lots of little things like that. That's kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I Oh, I did a uh, one year for Easter. I saw this cute little thing. I like finding fun little napkin folds or whatever for the holidays when I'm doing a nice table with the china. And one year for Easter, I found this cute, on Facebook, this cute little bunny rabbit napkin fold. Um, you could do it with a cloth napkin or you can do it with a paper napkin. I did it with both. And it makes this cute little um, bunny head with ears sticking up. And that was that turned out, it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. And it was very, very cute. Mm-hmm. I remember those. those mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cute. Well, does anybody else have anything they want to talk about? I, I can't think of any I, at the moment. I, there's probably a gazillion of oh, them. Oh, sure, yeah. And and um, <laughs> right, and I don't know what I'm going to try. I'll probably have to, for my blog, go find something to try also because there's several things on there I've been wanting to try and I haven't. Mm-hmm. So Well, take that chance and yeah. try it out. Yeah. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll either do the washing machine hack thing or maybe finally do that buffalo cake i've been wanting to do i'm i'm thinking cake is what i'm thinking i want (laughs) to try i've seen some really cool or cake or recipe of some sort i've seen some really cool hack recipes that i think would be really fun to do so but i i i hope i this will encourage some of our listeners to go give it a try to try some kind of hack yeah yeah. and let us know how it worked (laughs) yeah so, what are we talking about next week? Next week, we're talking about new moon intentions. Ooh. Oh, interesting. So, okay. So, kind of like along with the goals girl, but also a little, you know, woo-woo-y. A little meta woo-woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I All like right. it. I like it. Well, uh, to wrap up, we want to think, think. We want to thank Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our equipment and our music. And uh, we want to thank our listeners. Give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a comment. Check out our blog because you're only getting half the story when you are listening to our podcast. Go read the blogs because we each put one out every week. Check us out. Yes. Oh, yeah. And check out our Facebook group, MMC Chat, while you're at it. Oh, yeah. And we've probably all got, like, TikTok and <laughs> Facebook. and <laughs> Yeah, check and out our TikTok. <laughs> check out our Facebook. Instagram. Check out our Instagram. <laughs> check yeah. us out everywhere on social media. We're around, and we love our listeners. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.